Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. What's up, everybody? It's Joe LaPuma. This is the Complex Sneakers Podcast. I am with my guy, Matt Welty. Hey, how's it going? Who I'm actually not with. He's quarantined and he is in his Jersey home. He's safe. He's safe. But to my left, my man, Brendan Dunn. I'm here. Hoka One One's on feet. I got to pronounce the shoe brand because I did uh, mispronounce it publicly and I want to I want to write that wrong so it's Hoka One One okay and I'm wearing some comfortable kith slippers and uh, no it's been a crazy time crazy week but uh, we have an amazing episode coming up so thanks everyone for joining us how we doing I feel okay I gotta I, f- I gotta make I gotta make a confession um, we're, we're in weird times right yes. um, coronavirus pandemic uh, mm-hmm. very serious affair um i'm wearing the same outfit as i was yesterday because you don't really have to go outside that that much right now and that nobody could tell so i'm not. you have a pumpkin-esque shirt on right yeah, now very orange i might i might even it's kind of warm in here i might go a couple buttons okay less relax case. relax um, listen yeah, i do have different footwear on yes speaking of footwear joe yeah you're wearing the shoe of a coward joe- <laughs> Actually, did. Joe, I, I want to discuss your footwear because yeah, do what, it. you have kit slippers on right yeah. now. Yep, incredibly on brand for the apocalypse. We are recording in an undisclosed location, and I'm in comfort mode, baby. Stadium goods tracksuit. Yeah, you uh, see this it. This is Joe in rare form. Mm-hmm. Welty, Welty isn't actually with us. No, Welty is not here. We are patching him in. He is currently being quarantined. Um, Welty, how do you feel? Uh, I feel I feel okay. Um, just you know, taking measures um, to to be all right. So I am stashed away in Jersey City. Everyone's really been missing your kettlebell morning posts. Are and you still working out, Wealthy? No, he no, um, because I've just been under the weather. So I, the daily uh, workout inspiration is important. This, I'm not joking here. I was I was disappointed that I didn't see your daily IG story post with the kettlebell. It made just, me want to give up. No, just working hard to uh, feel better. So hopefully in uh, due time, I'll be back at it. You sound good. I, I see that you're dealing with some trolls. So, you, you know, you're getting your strength back. I just peeped before the episode that <laughs> Yo, pe- people are going right, so. Be, okay, be obscure, though. We don't want to give no, too he, much. He wants to air it out. Wealthy's been, no. Wealthy's been cooped up. He's yeah, ready to he has air been it cooped out. up. Go ahead. I, I realize I hadn't been on Twitter in a minute. And then I people are getting mad at us for being in an Adidas campaign that we shot, what, like two months ago? And because, like, Adidas decided not to close its stores yesterday, and then today it yeah, said, hey, we're going to close the stores. So how are you going to get mad at us saying, oh, you should take the whole campaign down that you guys got paid for Someone's because mad of at something us? that happened yesterday? Like, They're mad at us? Why are they mad at us? 
because they're saying, how can you be critical of Adidas if you were- We're critical of Adidas big, every yeah. single week. Yeah. It's not a big deal for us to come out here and say like, Adidas definitely and fucked now, up by not closing stores immediately when this coronavirus thing was happening. Yeah, and I'm glad they, that they have now. Yeah, now they have a day later, so. I'll, I'll criticize them all day on that and okay. many other things. Wow, I'm, you guys brought different energy to. today. Speaking, speaking of, of criticism, like we said, we are not in our normal plush environment at the Complex HQ, so if the audio sounds a little different... Time out, though. Let's be honest. This room's way better than the one that we recorded. It's, an, <laughs> it's a nice room. I just don't know. I'm literally holding my own mic right now. Yeah. There's no stand for my mic. I, my arm may fall asleep during this whole thing, but um, you won't fall asleep because we do have a very exciting guest. We, we have a great guest today. Another person who, you know, every a lot of times, oh, this is my brother, this is my family. This guy feels like family. I've known this guy for a long time. He has been a mainstay in sneaker culture. He has a very successful podcast. He came through. He took the trek in. I could not be happier to talk to today and for the fans to hear the stories of the great Premium Pete. Welcome, buddy. Mm, mm, that was some intro. First of all, um, drastic measures, you know, stand for drastic things. So that's why yeah. That's why uh, Brendan is holding his mic. That's why Wealthy is, is being, and first of all, I would never admit that I'm sick in this time and day and age, but that's something Wealthy would do. And I'm a little worried that if he got the Roni. No, Wealthy, we okay. have no indication that Wealthy has coronavirus. Let's, let's make that abundantly clear. Nope. Joe, did you guys do the Italian like kiss on the cheek when he showed up? Uh, I gave him a pound. And okay, we are we do doing that right on, now? We didn't do or the kiss on the cheek, but we, we did a pound and um, you know, I think it's we're taking this very serious, but uh, drastic times call for call drastic, drastic measures. Yeah. Exactly. Are you guys going to eat out of the same wax paper or gabagool, or is that? <laughs> it's, it's, first, of all, first of all, I got hot super sod and uh, mortadelle. Yeah. Very I, close by, and I got him a bottle of Malbec. I love it. Can we crack that open? Yeah, we got to crack that uh, open. You know, first off, before we get started, you guys, you know, do your show. I do want to say. I'm proud of anybody who I believe in, who I consider friends uh, that are joined the podcast world. You know, there's some great episodes already. I mean, you guys are so new at it, uh, but already seasoned professionals, mm. you know? So it's just, it's literally like Thank driving you. a truck, driving a car. That's what you guys are doing. But, you know, I love the Chris Vidal episode. Um, Thank you, man. You know, he's been someone, I mean, he's a wild dude, but uh, he's been someone who was an inspiration to me back in the day. Mm. How to like speak with the different people at brands? How to get sneak? He was one of the first people I've ever seen get like sneakers sent to him. Um, yeah. and wow. he was so good at it. And like, this was back, you know, before everybody got PR packages yeah, all yeah, the time. Yeah, yeah, before this pre, This was probably like two thousand seven, two thousand six, yeah, around even there. Even earlier than that, yeah. I've seen it. Yeah, you know, um, where he was um, powerful enough to know different people, but more importantly, like, see, Nike people used to go into stores, like even a flight club, yeah. or just travel like downtown. I used to be involved in, uh, uh, downtown in Brooklyn on Fulton Street was a tremendous sneaker area. Okay. Tremendous, you know, there was so many stores, and you know, uh, you know, Manny was down there, Manny the OG, he okay. had a big store where every celebrity came. Like who, and, do you uh, remember? Uh, Nelly, Fabulous, okay. uh, uh, you know, uh, I'm, I'm thinking because he had, if anybody listening who, for, I'm, I'm going to explain for people who don't know, but yeah. for people who do know, he used to have a cabinet that would have all the exclusive sneakers. And at that time, it what may time have been this? different Air Forces. It may have been the Houston Air Force One. Or, what era are we talking here? We're talking about 2000 and maybe, this particularly with the Fulton Street, maybe 2000 and 
six. And what is the store seven, called? It's just Manny's? Or? I think it was, I think it was the, God, why am I blanking on it? Maybe the, it wasn't called Sneaker Corner, because mm-hmm. it wasn't Avenue I on uh, Nostrand in Brooklyn. It was called something, something. Could have been Sneaker, it was, are you familiar with Manny? No, 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 no. So, it's crazy because Manny Diocci, now he owns, I think, like, uh, you ever heard of Worthy or something like that? Worthy? Yes, yes. that sounds familiar. Yes. So, but back years ago, when I tell you this guy was the, I, I'll give you crazy, crazy how, how much it was. So, Fulton Street, before it became very corporate, yeah. every, it would be in Brooklyn, I want to paint the picture, it would be a sneaker store inside a tattoo store, inside a porn shop, inside a cell phone store. Okay. When I say porn, not porn. Porn? Like P-A-W-N. Like P-A-W-N. Yeah, like, yeah, you know, yeah. Like, you know, could be a jewelry store in there as well. <laughs> gotcha. Yep. Now, you, everybody would have, like, certain stores would have a little sneaker, you know, uh, uh, maybe four cases. Yeah. You know what I mean? With a couple things in it. At that time, maybe, you know, you're talking about Air Forces were big. SBs, you know, Dino Juniors, maybe. Mm-hmm. We're talking about uh, maybe the the SB pack, right? When it came out, Millie Vanilli, the Vanilla yeah. Ice mm-hmm. Blazer, yep. things like, you know, there was Jordans, obviously. But the point I'm making is he owned almost every store under different names. There was a store called Quick Strike, actually. Oh, wow. So it was an empire, a quiet empire. Well, of, a lot of, of people, even now today, a lot of people, like there's one store in Long Island that it's, they all look the same. And then it's like, oh yeah, we got one in Queens, we have one in Brooklyn. I'm sure this was like early stages of that type of kind of owning a bunch of stores. And it's like these, they're not big box retailer, obviously. Mm-hmm. They're like mom and pop stores, but they own a bunch. Yeah, 10 Same doors order. or something like that. So check this out. So I would, and this is how you knew back then how cash was cow. You would mm-hmm. go in there and I would, you would want the Frankenstein Air Force Ones. I'm just mm-hmm. giving an example, the green patent leather ones, yeah, of right? Uh, you, you know, I, Wealthy, do you remember those? Yeah. I mean, or the Mita Air Force Ones, maybe something more. Mita Air Force uh, uh, Ones, up, yeah. Up your, up your alley. But anyway, you go in there. How much are those in size 10? Mm-hmm. Uh, 375. Mm-hmm. I'll give you 325 right now. Mm-hmm. Nope. You walk out the door. Either they say, whoa, 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 hold up. You come back and buy, or you go next door and you see it. You want to get it for the price you want. Meanwhile, it's the fucking same. It's Manny's same store. Guy, yeah. He owned like nine stores wow. on there. So I, we, we started. Anyway, I don't, I don't, I don't want to, you know, tell this whole story. I'll let you guys guide it. Mm. But that was the mecca of sneakers even before Fulton 2000s. Street. I'm talking about like it was always Fulton Street and always the, had. Yeah. But then it had a couple corporations mixed in. Like you would see like uh, Jimmy Jazz was down okay. there. Foot or, Locker maybe. Or Foot Locker. Yeah. Or, and now it's all corporate. And now yeah. it's not like that anymore. But back then, that was where everybody came to get fresh for Friday night. You know, yeah. get fresh before they went out. Around the corner had a spot that had Maury's. I don't know if people yeah, remember Maury's. Maury's. They were like Gators shoes. Yeah. Yep. You know, like Cameron talks about them. Yeah, Cam rapped about them. Yeah, yeah. I want to take it way back for you, though. Like, when did the sneaker thing start for you? As, as a kid, when did you become obsessed with sneakers? Yeah, um, Salud. Um, cheersing to Malbec here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. wine is flowing. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, when I was young, you know, it's crazy to me because I'm still, I'm still a young guy. Oh, um, you know, man. Yeah, he looks, he's in his prime. We age well. Exactly. But if you think about it, when, you know, I have a daughter that's going to be 20. Mm-hmm. And it's amazing that, you know, it doesn't matter how much you've been amassed in culture, mm-hmm. your kids still think you're old. You know what I mean? Like, my, my daughter's friends are like, oh, my God, your father has so cool sneakers. He's always into some. And my, my, my daughter's like, ah, whatever. He's boring. He's yeah. an old man. But the point I'm making is when I was young, and Growing up in Coney Island. I miss those days, you know. I, it was a melting pot for me. As an Italian kid, to be honest, as an Italian-American, I always say I'm glad I grew up in Coney Island because it gave me 
an insight to break dances and drug dealers and mm -hmm. mobsters mm -hmm. and Russian mobsters and working guys. And this was all happening in Coney Island. In Coney Island, yeah. yeah. It, was a, it was a melting pot. Now, when I moved later on into Bensonhurst, it wasn't like that. It was this strict Italian type style. So I guess what I'm saying is I love my Italian culture, but if I was born just in Bensonhurst, I probably wouldn't have had the ability to want to do more where people made funny because when I grew up especially in, when you think about hip hop mm -hmm. and sneakers like I was called I was called I was called like you know you are you trying to be this you're trying to be that mm -hmm. you know you get that word uh, thrown around called the wigger do they call you uh, Fredo no, nah, I never get never. Nobody That's ever called cool me that. No. I'm not calling you. I'm just asking. No, no, no I know. I'm not taking that. Yeah, person. because uh, listen, his eye, his eye. Uh, <laughs> Tony, you know, Dunk got a little. If, well, you're not in the room, but Pete said, "Listen, no one ever called me that." And. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Dunn's Dun face got a little red. Well, well, well Welty, hold on for this because I want your input. But to yeah. answer your question, when I when I got into it is when I started seeing, and everybody's different, but when I started seeing people with money, people wearing Jordans, yeah. people people, you know, that I looked up to wearing Jordans, and then obviously Jordan, I. Yeah. I didn't have, my parents didn't have, you know, I was talking about this earlier today. My father worked three jobs. My parents didn't have a lot of money. And um, also, they did not understand sneakers. Mm -hmm. And neither did I, but I knew that I wanted them. I knew that I needed them. Mm -hmm. And I remember I had so, to pay, uh, go ahead, Mel, go ahead, Wealthy. So was your, like, was that, what, what you're talking about, is it kind of like, almost like, you know, and do the right thing, where you kind of have, like, the, you know, the two cultures kind of colliding, like hip hop culture and Italian American culture, was that like something like a realistic depiction of the time you were into Jordans? Absolutely, in absolutely, absolutely, yeah. I would, I would say so. It was, uh, you know, it was like I had, because hip hop is everything. Hip hop is sneakers, hip hop is music, hip hop is the way you walk, the way you talk. And I was starting to realize that at a young age. So I would say, yeah, it was something like that. And, you know, there was, you know, it's funny because. When I remember I bought a Jordan One, you know there was the no original line. Jordan One. Yeah, Jordan One, eighty-five. Yeah. yeah, there was. I, I was a paper boy, and uh, my parents gave me half the money. You know, it was like a ninety-nine dollars or something like that. It was like, and 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 the crazy thing, I remember my father saying a hundred dollar sneaker at that time. You know, it's so funny. My mother had an accent. A lot of them, it kind of went yeah. away. You okay. know, uh, my other grandmother when she passed away a long time ago. Mm -hmm. she, rest in peace. Yeah, rest in peace. And then my my grandmother now passed away. Who? R.I.P. Oh, I know. I know. Yeah, Grandma I've Premium. Yeah, of course, everyone knows her. My mother's grandma. My father's grandmother was straight off the boat. So she was like, hundred dollar sneaker? You're fucking crazy." Then what happens is, I think when parents tell parents, people gas them up. Like I give you an example, and without to get off track, mm. my daughter wants a car. I'm thinking about what to get her. Okay, I'm not going to get her nothing crazy, but I'm thinking about should I get her a lease? A lot of old timers that you got to, you know, I got a one tire, 1986, you know, <laughs> and I don't want to think like that. So I would try to tell my parents, I was like, look, I want these Jordans. And it's funny how when people tell me, how did you get into sneaker culture? I always tell them, I didn't sign up. I didn't fill out a form. Yeah. You know, I got addicted from seeing. I went and bought it. I think it was, and there may have been Sneaker Corner on Avenue I in Nostrand Avenue. Okay. hundred dollars. You know, and I was able to come up with $50. I was able to come up with $50. My parents were coming up with $50. But here's the problem that I hate about when I grew up. I had to wear that sneaker until it had holes in it. Okay. My parents were the type of parents, and I'm sure some people yeah. out there can relate. Of course. Um, that in order to get a new pair, it had to like be like almost. Like I remember having holes in my sneakers. And be like, Ma, I, I need a new pair of sneakers. You just got those. Yeah. Meanwhile, it was 10, 11 months ago. Yeah. But it started, it started a frenzy, and it started what we see in this world 
of a lot of people who weren't able to get sneakers that now have these massive collections. Yeah. I mean, look at people like Mayer. Yeah. Look at people, you know, and, and look at like even being in retail. I used to see guys come in that worked in the city that couldn't wear sneakers during the day, but they buy them because they couldn't afford them when they were young. So you, you mentioned being in retail. Let's fast forward into premium laces yeah. and how that came about and the year and kind of talk us through that store and when you decide to open it and some interactions that you've had um, that stand out to you. Yeah, yeah, so it, it was monumental actually. So we started in uh, uh, Brooklyn, actually, Fulton Street. Okay. And uh, in that same type of store I'm talking about with mm -hmm. head tattoos and mm -hmm. um, it was successful and you know, really it was early web days so we were getting like a, a good amount of orders. Uh, no accounts, um, you know. No accounts at premium laces? No accounts, no. no. How were you getting the stock? Oh, Mirtha. And mm -hmm. uh, Omerta means, uh, I know what that you know, means. we don't loose, say nothing. Loose lips yeah. sink ships. Well, how about this? I could say this. I could say that people couldn't pay their Nike bills even back then. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So if you were able to get, you know, some extra, mm -hmm. you know, for some extra yeah. to help people pay their bills, then those type of things happen. You know, there's a lot of people involved. So you were buying money. stock from stores that actually had Nike accounts? A little bit different than that. It was more, uh, you know, it wasn't like we were trying. It was like we were already directly connected. You okay. know what I mean? To people. You and, know? And, and premium laces, I just, I just want to be sure because, you know, n not to cut you off here, Pete, but like when I first started seeing your name on the internet, this was before I, you know, before I moved to New York, I was always confused about who exactly premium Pete was and how he was connected to sneakers because I knew you were a guy that knew everybody, but I didn't know what you actually did. So Premium Laces was your store. You owned well, that I was store. A part, yeah, I was a, I was a partner in the store. There was a couple other people. Yeah. 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 So it wasn't only me. It was a multiple uh, other people. Involved. And you opened up the shop when? Uh, in Brooklyn. I think it may have been 2006 okay. or seven. And in the city, it may have been 2000. No, I think Brooklyn was 2005 or six. And the city was like seven. So it was about a five year run, maybe. Pete, how how well was like the business doing at like the peak of it? Like how crazy was uh, it? Oh, it was incredible. It, it was a great time for sneakers. You know, like I said, starting off in Fulton Street, people were always buying. I think like the job for people who were walking around with Fulton Street was to walk home with a pair of sneakers. And you know what was really doing well? Early sneakers. That's when I really started to see how people would pay more money for early sneakers, like oh, Black Fives come out. Like I remember, Black Fives came out when? 2007, look at when they came out. But I remember like, if they were like 175 retail and you had them like a month before, no problem paying 225, 250. So you saw it, the, you saw yeah. kind of like the upcharge early on. Yeah, to get some early people were paying. And, and, and that was at the same time where, and mind you, this wasn't that long ago, it took about 15 years ago, right? Yeah. But mind you, even SBs, and I stick to this, they sold because they had a story. Mm -hmm. Even the people who didn't understand them, because mind you, when we moved to the city in I think 2006 or seven, when we moved to the city, people had money on Spring Street by Lafayette, right? Mm -hmm. So people would come in and I hated, I used to tell anybody who worked with us and anybody that we hired on the sales floor, just because you know sneakers, we had a lot of people who knew sneakers, mm -hmm. don't try to belittle people. Because yes. you don't know who was coming in there. It was yeah. like Kelly Ripper was coming in there. Wow. She had no idea what it was, but she wanted to get a pair of sneakers. Mm -hmm. like, I mean, you know what I'm saying? I give you an example. One time, this guy came in, and he was like, he pointed to what the dunks. Okay. And he's like, uh, I'll take uh, three pairs of those. And I was like, <laughs> you're not going to get three pairs of those. But I was like, oh, shit, let me quickly realize not to be a dick. Right. And he was like, well, I'm like, those are $1,000. $1,000, why? 
And I was like, well, and I always explain staff to explain to people yes. why they're $1,000. Not just Instead of dismissing them, exactly. Yeah, because, because what happens is we get people who, in the sneaker world, still to this day, where it's like, and, and I don't want to get off track, but where I remember being in, a, in, in dunk exchanges, and a girl would be like, that's the Space Jam 3s. And they're like, what the fuck are you talking yeah. about? And the girls would never come back yep. again because they would feel embarrassed. And I'd be like, yo, instead of abusing them, teach them. You know what I'm saying? What the Dunks guy turned out to be. Anyone? It's actually Peter Geisha, his son wanted it. Okay. Uh, so his the wife guy who was owned all the clubs. Chad. Yeah, patch on his eye. He owned Limelight. The he tunnel. owned uh, tunnel. The tunnel. He exactly. owned Club USA. And uh, they came, you know, they came knocking on the door. I want three, you know. I says, look, we don't have that. It's a thousand dollars. Why? And then finally, when they found out. But here's where I realized how important. And it's crazy how the game has changed so much. Mm-hmm. Here's where I, when I realized how important I was. And and what I mean by or people in in that space at the moment. Yeah. If you had the ability to get something. Okay, people flocked to it. So, for instance, I had Darrell Rivas come in okay. when he was a rookie. Got it. And I told him, I'm a Giants fan. He's like, you know, he used to text me, I know you're a Giants fan. He was on the Jets at the but time. But can you, yeah. so I'll give you an example. They want uh, a Griffey, I'm just saying, or this, or they want the Air Force, uh, 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 you know, maybe a Houston Air Force, or, or, you know, it could be a one-night onlys we had there, whatever. Yes. Right? You know, these, which are exclusive, limited pairs. They can have it. They're like, I want that in a 10. And you may say, we don't have it, but I may be able to get it for you. The next response was, and this was Michael Douglas, this was Drake, and I could keep on going on, I'll tell stories, but they're like, take my number. Mm-hmm. And instead of like, like, oh my God, Michael Douglas is giving me his number, or Christian Slater is giving yeah. me his number. I, bought, I sold Christian uh, Slater PlayStation, or well, Shy McBride, who was a dear friend of mine for many years. Yeah. Um, Big time collect. But isn't it crazy to you not to interrupt, but to, to Michael Douglas and Christian Slater, these are people who may not even know were into copping sneakers and they were coming to. Christian Slater, I'm, I'll tell you one thing, I will say this. I haven't spoke to him in a while. I still have his number. I don't mm-hmm. even know if it's the same. Should we call him? Uh, uh, <laughs> I'm not, not today. Uh, uh, not Dodoroni. Yeah, during, uh, during the social distancing, he yeah. won't call for a But Christian I will Slater? say this. He actually, know what he bought? Slam Jam Air Force Ones. Oh, he loved wow. all of them in the black and the yellow and okay. the red. Um, and we had a bunch of pairs of those, but he, this is when I realized that like, you're important. Yeah. And I always realized this from being from Brooklyn and being from New York, always like kind of like, you know, oh, you know, like you're built for anything. Yeah. But it's where I realized like that, you know, you're, you're above me. Like when I would hit people up, like, you know, people coming in from, you know, uh, um, what's this called with Dana White, um, UFC. UFC, like like those guys would come in, not Dana White, but like people in there would come in, big money people. When I when we moved to the city, that's when I realized all the black cards. I never seen like a black card where people just really. Put, when I knew a black card was on the card, I was like, holy shit! And you know what I realized too? There was a lot of people that for people don't you. know the black Amex. The black Amex. Joe's yeah. have one. I don't Joe have immediately one. Immediately, I don't have one. But my man Brendan Dunn looked a little confused, so I had to. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I had to clarify. It's and when I see this, I was there's like, like oh shit! There's like a monthly rate that you, you have to. You know who came to and bought Shanghai twos, the SBs? I don't know if people remember yeah. those. Uh, this girl saying. Uh, uh, Making my way downtown. Vanessa Carlton. Yeah, Vanessa Carlton <laughs> came with. It's a classic. Vanessa Carlton Very came Vanessa with. Vanessa Carlton is an yeah. SB head? No, no. Her brother. Her brother was, and Dave? she was in there. Um, get D- Dave, I know I know it's a sensitive time with the virus. Please don't interrupt, though. Yeah, thank C- you. Continue, in- Intern Dave Matthews in the corner wanted a little bit of shine, and he got it. Okay. But, I, 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 you know, I... I don't want to keep on going uh, on a spiel, but get wealthy. Is there something you wanted to no, jump in? No, I, I was just saying it's it's interesting because you know you said you had the mentality of 
you know, you want to not like kind of be like rude to the customers or cool guys, but you know, you were talking about like your friendship with Chris Vidal, but like, you know, he's kind of the epitome of that, you know, store owner in the whole Soho cool guy era. That's like, I don't care about you. Don't shop here. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, yeah. I mean, I seen him. He, you know, I, I heard him on the podcast and that episode was incredible. Thank you. Um, and I mean that. And I wouldn't say Thanks, if man. I didn't, if I didn't mean it, but uh, I mean, I don't know if he told you this, but he used to do like no tight jean Tuesdays. Oh, you know? wow. Like, so if you had tight jeans on or this something, you wouldn't you in the store. Chris Vidal. I could see, you know, I could so see people were like, no, that. I'm going to cop. I'm going to buy something. You know what I mean? He'd be like, yo, you got tight jeans. We don't sell. <laughs> them on Tuesdays. I wouldn't have lasted. Like, yeah, I mean, he was he was wild, but you know, as much as wild he was, um, like I said, I do give him a lot of credit. He actually, uh, when he left, I think he worked with me for a little bit because he he was very good friends with those guys yeah. that were really the money guys that were dealing behind uh, uh, the store. The store being Flight Club or no Premium Laces, gotcha. and, and he came in for like a couple of weeks or whatever, just to put some guidance on there. But I don't know what happened. But I still talk to Chris from time to time. I'm proud of him, and you know, unfortunately, I think that uh, you know. Sometimes he doesn't get the credit he deserves. Um, that's why I was glad that, uh, one, he was mentioned in Tyra Banks on Sneaker Shopping, yeah, yeah. and two, that uh, he, yeah, you guys gave him an episode yeah. because he is a uh, you know, powerful man in sneakers, somebody that had a lot of relationships. I remember, like, you know, I know Greg Street a long time, DJ yeah. Greg Street. Uh, mm-hmm. Not to another Dave Matthews thing. He goes, oh, I, I think um, Pete knows Greg Street. Uh, he's like a legend in Atlanta. We all know who Greg Street is. Come on. <laughs> yeah, recognized. Yeah, uh, come on, the legend. Uh, 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 Greg Street actually brought us out, me and Joe. Lepoldo. That's how I met you. And, and I met you on the flight uh, to Sneaker Friends. And in 2010? 2010, an event that Greg Street started. I am on the plane. There's this guy who's talking to the stewardess and making jokes, and I am laughing my ass off. And it's a row. He, he's the row across from me. All day was next to you, yeah. I think. And the it's legend. this guy, Premium Pete. That's how we met on the flight to Sneaker Friends. And shout out to DJ Greg Street. Great event. I got a lot of friendships stemming from that event. And, yeah, that's how I met this guy. This guy was cracking jokes for the whole flight down to Atlanta. Yeah. Pete, Pete, I want to I return, okay. though, to this thing Welty mentioned about this whole idea that shopping for sneakers, specifically downtown in New York that time, was a, a tough experience because the people who worked in the stores were snooty or or it had to be like a, even A-Life was like a club, right? It was like designed to be, be like a secret in. club. I, I was actually looking up some premium laces stuff. This may have been after you left the store, but like Yelp reviews. I'm going to read you a couple Yelp reviews from premium laces because they kind of reflect that idea. Yeah. One person don't waste your time. Workers are rude and not willing to help you out. I wish I could add more to this review, but it's really as clear as when that. You, what, does it say when that was? Because I was dates, going 2010. Okay, okay. Yeah, Another person changed. says, went in here a few years back browsing and trying on two pairs of shoes. I ended up not getting anything because I didn't like how they looked. When I returned the shoes, I told the employee, thank you. The man responded, yeah, whatever. I'm good. I'm coming back here. <laughs> Another person says they're extremely rude. Pete. That was no, 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 no. That wasn't Like, me. Do you think people exaggerate the extent to which it was a cool guys club in terms of buying shoes in New York at the time? Or, oh, or, or was mind. it justified? Keep in mind, it wasn't only us. Clientel was around the block. For mm-hmm. those who don't know, Clientel was a legendary store uh, that had uh, lace locks that were, were, were beautiful, that had... That had uh, clientele. Uh, this is right across the street from Supreme, if I'm not mistaken. It was the, yeah, right uh, diagonally. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, they sold sneakers. Wasn't it like James Jebbia's brother running clientele? Yeah, is that it, what it was? Part of, part of that, and Supreme was across the street. You had Union a couple blocks yeah. up. So you know, it was that Soho shopping experience. Um, what but was people, it elitist? What was it elitist? 
you know, you know, it's funny when I think about it. I say, I say, it could be a possibility, and I'm gonna tell you why. When you see, I give you an example. Back then, I want to give, you, I want to tell this story. Go ahead. Tiana Taylor, who I've been friends with since she was like 14 or 15 years old. I know her mother. She used to come in the store. She put me on MTV Made. Um, she had a Sweet 16 mm-hmm. on MTV. I was very cool with her. I went to every one of her birthdays, and you know, for like four or five years. You in at that, that episode? Time. If we check, uh, Super Sweet 16. No, I wasn't in that. Okay. I was in the MTV Made. She put me okay, on. Okay, cool. Where she Sorry. like helped the kid who was like he looked like he looked like a young wealthy and he helped him be fresh. You know what I mean? Okay. But wealthy's fresh now, so I'm okay. not knocking him. Um, so Tiana, you know. So her. so 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 Tiana, me and her became cool and mother cool. She would always come there. She was really like this is what I say. She was really about being fresh. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, really about like putting outfits together. Because keep in mind, and I want to go back to Brooklyn too, that whole Fulton Street was about putting outfits together. People had a, a serious uh, uh, agenda to crush wherever they were going. Mm-hmm. Whether that be a house party, meaning the fitted, the, the sweater, the hoodie, the tee, the sneakers, you know, like, like it, was, it was an agenda. Mm-hmm. You know, it was a job for people, especially from what I seen in Brooklyn and New York. Um, so Tiana, you know, she used to come and see me all the time. You know, mind you, a sneaker store, especially a boutique style, is kind of like a barbershop. Mm-hmm. So she would come and hang out for a, you know, a while. Um, and it's funny to me of how she, where she is now, because I'm so proud of her. Because yeah. people used to say all the time, and I got this a lot, like, I don't understand. What does she exactly do? Yeah. Like, you know, because people used to say it all the time. So it's funny to see her still kind of like find different. In the mix. Yeah, yeah. She comes up to me one day after knowing her for a couple of years and says, Oh, yo, I, I, I'm with this kid, Drake. You know, you ever heard of him? He, he, he's, he can spit bars. He's nasty. And I'm like, nah, I never heard of him. I'm like, but, uh, you know, I'll meet him. So she, like, I come around the corner, I mean, uh, the, the counter, mm-hmm. and I go and meet him. He's with uh, Oliver. Yep. And, uh, yo, what's up? This is Premium Pete. Da, da, da. This is, you know, so I, I meet him. You know, we're, we're, you know, we're kicking it. And, and, and he starts telling me that, I don't remember where it was, but he starts telling me, like, yo, I need these black Griffey Max 1s because Jeezy, had a pair, okay. and he and I guess he was he was very cool with Young Jeezy at that time, or he was very influenced by okay. uh, uh, Jeezy at the time. And I had a at, at the time we had another store across the street that had like all exclusives, so I okay. took him in there. Okay, she, you know, and, and the funny thing is, this is what makes me laugh. The funny thing is, he wound up buying I think like Space Jams mm-hmm. and Griff, black. I got him a pair of black Griffey Max ones that we had in his size, mm-hmm. and and then I hooked him up because my man all day. Oh, I saw all day last week on the flight to Miami. Really? Yes. We so, saw him. All day, all day is He's a, a, legend. a friend of mine for years. Yeah. Very big collector. At one of big. the time, at, at one point, and I don't know, it still may, Clark Kent and Mayer said there's only one person with a better collection than us, and that's all day. And that's all day, yeah. yeah. So me and him were very close. You know, it's funny. I remember, like, he did, like, one outlet at the time. He did uh, Sneaker Freak, and Woody asked me if he could do, and, you know, he brought, like, uh, and this is 15 years ago or 12 yeah. years ago, and he brought like a duffel bag of like three, four hundred thousand dollars worth of sneakers. I mean, he was the one that had the USDA GZ uh, one, Air Force ones. He had all the mm-hmm. one night onlys. Anyway, all day. The reason why I brought him up is because all day wears a size 13, but he also has 12s, 12s and a half. Drake wears 12. You know okay. what I mean? So then I started bringing all day into it and to to be able to help him because yeah, now he has like Eddie he Jones sixes. Yeah. You know, uh, yeah. uh, Eddie Jones nines. I mean, Eddie Jones nines. Um, you know, there were PEs and so anyway, uh, let me break to the story. So Drake, this is how crazy it is when I think about it. He comes to the counter, gives me his credit card, and I literally ask him, like, hey, so what do you do? He's like, ah, you know, 
trying to rap shit out, mm -hmm. and you know, I do an act, and I was like, literally, I was like, good luck with that, you know, yeah. like. Nice brushing, to meet brushing you. him off a little bit, or not brushing him off, but you have to understand, I'm in Soho. Yeah, I mean, see, I got Wayne Brady coming in. Vanessa I got Michael Carlton. Douglas. What? Vanessa Carlton. Vanessa Carlton. Darrell Revis. Okay. I can keep on going on. Uh, at the time, my friend Ryan Grant, who played for the Pack. Yeah, and, Ryan Grant. Uh, you know, he, uh, he did a stint with the Giants too, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. And they, and he had a good run with the Pack. Yeah. But every, I, I could keep as we continue this episode, I'll think of more people, yeah. but. Part of my look, I'm not perfect. Part of my right. Brooklyn, Brooklyn, you know, style is like, okay, you know, yeah, nonplussed, maybe. Yeah, you know what I mean. And and so he's like, yo, you mind if I get your number and you know we could, you know, and she yeah. was like, yeah, you need to fuck with Premium Pete because she's she is a great component of like putting people together. Yeah. So I'll never forget, like later on that day, he was texting me, and I, I laugh at this because of how how much. Think about it. We have never seen a success story like his. Of course. I mean, it's fucking it's, amazing. Yeah. You know. When did Drake I, stop texting you? Uh, a couple of years ago. Like when but did I he? When did he become too famous? Thing. But he here's was humble thing. back then. It, it, it seems like even like, oh, I'm trying this out. He was not entitled at all. Two hours later, he texted me. Yo, this is Tiana Taylor's friend. She introduced you mm -hmm. to me. I'm Drake, and I'm this like, this is you know, 2010 or so. No, earlier, 2008 maybe. Okay. And he would come back. He would call me. We'd stay on the phone. We'd talk. And mm -hmm. at the time, like you know, I knew he was bubbling. And uh, you know, I was like, you know, I was really liking what I heard was so far gone. And he would. And every time he came back, he was bigger, yeah. to a point where he came back one, two, three, four, five times. I would have to shut the store down. He wow. would come back with one bodyguard. Come back with two bodyguards. He would make a stop. He was cool with Ronnie because Ronnie gave him the uh, Red Wings. The, 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 the Red Wings. Yep. Uh, uh, so he'd be like, yo, I'm at uh, Kith. I'll mm -hmm. be there because I was. He's like, I'll be there in like five minutes. Yeah. Um, so he would come and. You or know, David Z. This had to be pre Kith, right? No, this I was, think it. No, this is pre Kith. David Z. Oh, yeah, pre Kith. Yeah, of course, of course. Pete, David Z. Pete, were, yeah. you the, were you the one who hooked him up with those uh, purple? Jordan 5? Absolutely not. Did you stop that? Absolutely well, not. Well, explain to the people what that is. Before we get into that, we're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Um, there's a picture of uh, Drake from, I think, like 2009, where he has like a black um, puffer uh, vest on and a purple hoodie with a pair of like purple suede Air Jordan 5s. Yeah, he's got his own legs crossed. People yeah. said that they were customs. Um, I think like if you go back, like they may have been a custom pair, but they look just so fake. For years, people, people, yeah. yeah. He got people shit for that. He got yeah. shit for that. But let me tell you something, and I will say this, and I mean that. 
first of all, just to just to just to give you the Reader's Digest of this. Later on, so after I left, you know, moved on, and this is why relationships are everything. And people listening to sneakers can make a business out of it, can make a life out of it, can make a like even like wealthy. Look at wealthy; he's become a fucking household name to some, oh, right? God, think about it. I mean, it's sad I told him that because now he's going to run with it. Yeah, but yeah. here's the thing. Are you updating the CV right now, Welty? Yeah, yeah definitely. The LinkedIn's but, already updated. But keep in mind, keep in mind, we still stayed in touch. Yeah. Even when I left, all my relationships. You and Welty or you and Drake? Still stay in touch, me and Drake. Yeah. And when I had my son in 2015, I'll never forget, a week into having my son, I get a phone call. A week and Tristan? a half. My son Tristan, baby Tristan. premium. Yeah. I get a phone call and it was Drake. And he says that he's doing something for Bun B, for HAW, for okay. Houston Appreciation Weekend. And he wanted to bring some of his closest friends. Mm. And he wanted me there. So I'll never forget. I had him on hold. And I says, I turned to my wife and I says, is it okay if I, because it's probably not the word, the best thing to do is to leave when you just have a kid. I said, is it okay? And you're like two, three days. And uh, she said, yeah. And I went down there. And Drake, let me tell you something, what type of dude he is. He was there getting the whole venue ready. Not, not, I mean, don't get me wrong, I'm sure you hired somebody. Yeah. But he was making sure that they did it right. And I haven't seen him in a couple of years, so me and him kicked it. And I was like, bro, think about this. You went from bothering me for Jordans to having Wearing your fake own. purple Jordan phones. No, did, he, did he send you his own Jordans, though? You know what's so funny? You know what's so funny? He, he, that day, exact day, it's funny you asked that question. He goes, aren't you size eight and a half or nine? I'm like, nine. He goes, I got something for you. Now, what am I going to do? Hit him up uh, yeah, we're uh, or hit Bun up and tell me, yeah. yo, Bun. So, and that, I'm not that type of dude. And maybe I, I lose out a little in life because of that. No, you're a stand-up dude who's not going to, yo, they're not here yet. They're not here yeah, yet. Yeah, you know, I, in this I, business, so sometimes that alone. happens. But he, but he, and you know what's so funny? A couple, there's a couple of pictures from that night. Uh, if you look on the internet or whatever, from Bun, you know, Bun B's appreciation night. He, yeah. Drake wound up calling up his Bun's high school teacher, mm-hmm. his elementary school. Wound up bringing all these people there. Like surprise Bun, Hannibal Boris, yeah, of course. A, you know, and 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 I'll never forget. He told me, he, you know, uh, I wish there was a video. I wish there was someone taking a video of that because he, you know, he was just thankful for all the times I held him down. Yeah. And 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 now you think about it, it's like everybody's a plug. You know what I mean? Or everybody Definitely. like. You know, so and anyway, that's a Drake story, but the point I'm trying to make is where I wanted Wealthy to jump in, as you think about it, back then it was like, it was an elite to have a connect like all day mm-hmm. or to have somebody like me, a premium Pete, or, sure. or, 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 or a Chris Vidal, mm-hmm. or there's more and more people, or even like, a, there's a lot of people all over the world. But now you think about it, it's almost like a uniform culture. This is the only thing that I don't like about sneaker culture is that we could have somebody show up in Complex tomorrow mm-hmm. and buy Alfred, and we could actually automatically think that he's about or involved or had a big hand in the culture. Meaning, like, we look at him, we're like, oh, don't back a threes? Like, yeah. okay, like, yeah. like, Supreme T, okay. You have an issue a little bit of people buying their way into sneaker culture, kind of? I mean, I don't have a way of buying. I just think that it's become a uniform. Mm. And how do you know how long? And don't get me wrong, people can say, oh, I, I, I like it. But I just feel like people try to, I, I spoke about this on Brilliant Idiots years ago on a podcast with mm-hmm. Charlamagne and Andrew mm-hmm. Schultz about how where it's become a uniform. And when I say uniform, where people just think like, oh, okay, if I wear this, I'm accepted. And I'll be honest with you, for me, somebody who's been in it for a long time, if I see you working, I'm like, I'm like, oh, okay, see you, mm-hmm. I see you, you know, and it's automatically like you almost accept them, not even knowing that, and I'm going to give an example, that it could be rented. 
or financed. That's or, crazy to or, me. I cannot believe that renting shoes actually yeah. happens. Like, I kind of get what you're saying that, you know, people could buy um, what they want and that it immediately is like, oh, you must know this world that we've grown up on and it's not really the case. But renting and financing sneakers is really wild to me. Is that yeah. is that any yeah. different, though, than... You know, you always hear stories of like back in the day when like kids were like, oh, I had a pair of Jordans and then like me and my friends like traded for a day and then I had those shoes for a day and then, you know. You know, you know, it's funny, though, you say that, though. I mean, it's a good point, but it's it's totally different times because there were times where I remember being in high school and have done that. You know what I mean? Like where a friend wore the same size as me and I was like, yo, let me get those fire red fives. You know, I always talk about this story, I'll never forget the first time I ever got amazed. Like I bought the Jordan 1, but the first time I ever got amazed in sneakers was when I was in junior high school and the Jordan 3 came out. Mm -hmm. And I'll never forget, a Chinese kid came in, into my uh, science class and I, I was literally fucking amazed. Your jaw was on the floor. I mean, I'm, t I'm telling you, cement print, the Jordan tongue, the air yeah. bubble, like we literally used to like put pens in these bubbles and make sure there was air in them. You know what I mean? We used to like pop the bubbles because we're like, is there really air in this thing? And and I remember being like, like that was the first time I remember seeing it. So yeah, I think that if you had a brother or you had a friend or a cousin that had, like a lot, I grew up a lot of my cousins. This is the funny thing about Italians too, because mm -hmm. Italians were like totally into Jordan. Mm -hmm. Even some that I remember in the neighborhood that were kind of like racist. Like I remember a racist kid who had a headband, a fucking Jordan jersey, mm -hmm. you know, the bull shorts, Jordan yep. fives or yep. threes, and like I love Jordan, you know what I mean? And you're like, mm, I, think, I think I may have heard you say a couple of, uh, you know, out of pocket yeah. things, not, not right? Yeah. But that's how much Jordan was. I mean, you think about it. Still, I mean, now we'll grow up on a generation of Yeezys. Mm -hmm. um, the Jordan influence doesn't only come from Jordan; it comes from like the brothers and the cousins that were before. Okay. You know what I mean? I do believe in that, so. Pete, something that uh, we can connect on. I saw you had like your top 25 um, sneakers list on Complex way back in the day, and I imagine Joe LaPuma had a hand in uh, putting that together. Um, but you said one of your favorite shoes was the Adidas Stan Smith, um, one of my favorite shoes of all time. But the interesting story was is that you said you wore them on an Amtrak trip from New to York. Florida. To Florida, which in my head, I'm like, I've dr I've driven from like Atlanta to from New Jersey, and that was like a crazy, crazy trip. But I can't imagine taking the train that long. But you said you got compliments all up and down the train with the shoes. It's crazy because my mom has never flown. Maybe it's an Italian thing. Pete, I used to do Amtrak. I used to do uh, Penn Station to West Palm Beach. Yes. I, probably 10 years of my childhood. It's And we used to do that train. And I was telling someone earlier today, the train was always delayed. It was supposed to take 24 hours yeah, on yeah, Amtrak. Yeah. It was always delayed. It would take 28 hours. Yeah, but yeah. it seems like you used to do that too. Yeah, so, so my grandmother, rest in peace, Grandma Premium, uh, who I uh, was just an uh, influence on me so much, mm -hmm. uh, uh, she recently passed a couple of months ago. She never flew in her life. She never drove in her life. She mm -hmm. never had a license. So the only way we go down is go on Amtrak. And when I was young in Brooklyn, a New York kid, I would get in trouble. So they would let me go. Like I, I'm like, before you go, you get a couple of things. So mm -hmm. I would get an Adidas stance, get a sneaker, get an outfit or two. <laughs> yep. And I would go down to Florida to stay with my uncle to kind of on stay out of out. trouble. Yeah. yeah. Sabbatical. And, what and, about and walking through the smoking car on Amtrak? It was the worst. You could <laughs> 
you walk through you walk through like the the cafe and yeah, the, yeah, yeah. the lounge yeah. and then the smoking car and let me tell you for the next 18 hours your whole fit smelled like cigarettes it was disgusting man i had some fond memories in the lounge car though oh, yeah, well, damn track. I, I could never do it now with my uh add yeah, that, that my self-diagnosed add but Man, um, so you were on the train and people were complimenting. Conductor, the conductor, I remember the conductor coming over to me and be like, wow, those are fresh. And I'm like, yeah, of course, you know. Uh, and, and, you know, you act like you've been there already. You know, uh, yeah. even wealthy, you bring this up and people listening worldwide, wherever you're listening to, um, you know, uh, people appreciate compliments, you know. And I think we still live on those type. Of, I want to give you an example. I was at a, you know, uh, after Brooklyn, I moved to Jersey. I'm still a Brooklyn Knight, but I go back and forth and there's Wawa. And I'll never yeah. forget, I've seen some dude wearing electric uh, uh, foam posits, you know, like the neon black, mm-hmm. the neon uh, colorway. Mm-hmm. But he had the Wawa gas station, so that it has that black, like, reflective. So mm. when he came, I was like, oh, let me get, the, you know, uh, fill it up, you know. And, and he came and got the money, and he looked miserable. And, and, and I was like, all right, I, I could just take that on the chin, like, dude's miserable. Like he, you know, he was like, how much you want? What's up? You know, and he was all upset. And I remember when he came back, to tell me how much it was. I was like, bro, I see you out here killing them with electric light phone posits yeah. and the fucking outfit. And he's like, yeah, you know, I'm trying to do my thing. Nobody really notices it. I'm yeah. like, I notice it. <laughs> that whole outfit is crushing. The dude was just like, Connects his whole us. attitude changed. Yep. And that's what I still love about sneakers, that like, when you see somebody, like, even like, you're the type of person that has good facial marks, uh, Brendan, where like, if you see somebody wearing something, you could be like, and yeah. then like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Even, it doesn't matter how old you are. And you know what, the thing I, I, that sneaker culture has to understand it's a niche community but every day people wear sneakers yep and if you, you know so and that's something i learned very early on when i see people who are not really big into buying sneakers and they get one good pair and they get compliments on it they text me oh i just got like three compliments in the yeah. airport and that's how a lot of people get kind of hooked on on this you know look I, i'll be honest with you we're in a, world, a day and age where it's like you know i deal with a lot of different companies and I work with them on many different things. A lot of CEOs, you know, CEOs, and, and, and they hit me up like, hey, you know, what do you think about these? And next thing you know, they feel like they're in the game because I'm telling right. them what to wear. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's like, yo, I, I, I mean, I can't relate to that, but I think that we're in a day and age where, you know, I, like, I give an example. I don't want to mention names, but I, I recently had lunch with a, a very wealthy person. Rich Antonello? Jay-Z. No. Okay. <laughs> you know what they tell me? Premium Pete. Because somebody will tell them, oh, this guy, you know. They're like, I wish I would have known that you were coming earlier. I would have wore something cool. Yeah. Like, well, why? You're not wearing something cool now? Like, right. You don't have, like, if, to me, if I have 20 fucking billion dollars or 10 billion dollars, I don't have to worry about being cool to Premium Pete. But I think that's the world we live in. Absolutely. You know? But even having said that, I do want to say, even look at somebody like, and I, I do want to bring this up because... Mm-hmm. Even somebody like, you think about it, I've been able to see so many people embark on amazing journeys. Mm-hmm. So even like Joe LaPuma, I've seen him come from a complex employee to like- To a black a, card. No, to a phenomenon. Honestly, I'm proud. I told him this, I don't need to tell me uh, uh, how many more times, but to be a, a phenomenon, to transition, to evolve, to create, um, I mean, he's seen that from me. Thank you, I've seen Ronnie. I remember yeah. Ronnie used to come to me and be like, oh, you seen the, the great cookie boots I did? Yeah. They're on Heist and Abide. I'm like... I and now the, look, yeah. Yeah, look at him now. I yeah. mean, even like... I mean, there's so many people. Nicky Diamond, yeah. uh, 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 to see where he's come. I've seen these people. I've been friends with these people. Yep. And it's not my success, but I'm happy for their success. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I have my own uh, thing. But you even think of like... even You know, it's funny. That's why in sneakers... Whoever's listening, there's many ways you can make it. 
but I will say, learn how to springboard. I mean, look at you, honestly. Somebody like you, I remember seeing your name on Sneaker News post. Mm -hmm. Brendan Dunn, he's pointing right? at Brendan Dunn. As a post, right? Think mm -hmm. about it. Now, do you think that people would care to listen to your voice or see you on Full Size Run? No. I, mean, no, I just want to be honest. Like, no, no, there's no, a lot no. of people what, what about who like you. When he started at Complex, he could barely string a sentence together. Now, every, every Thursday, every oh, Thursday wow. on YouTube. But yeah, and... and but Being that you've been in in the game so long, like seriously, uh, how but how do you like stay young within the sneaker culture and like it's not like oh that's a young man's game like I'm not interested in it anymore. You know that's a great question. You know um, as you get older, I think your rotation becomes smaller. Um, it's funny. It's like you know I have a storage still. It's crazy that I own a house and I have a storage. Not healthy behavior. No, no, it's not healthy. It's disgusting. But, but it's my, one of my only vices left. But you think about it, you know, I, ha I may have a, a couple hundred sneakers, pairs of sneakers left. I, I literally have about like 10 pairs that I keep on rotation. I guess what I would say is I don't try to, I try to wear what I like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm a classical guy, you know, right now I'm wearing what is Brent he wearing? Yeah, I had to, I had to check. Brent you know, Force. Welty, what do you have on? Just so we can complete uh, the visual. I have a pair of socks. Okay. Wow! Like, okay. Really taking advantage of the work on. from home thing. Yeah. Hopefully they're not dirty. Yeah. But you know what? I you know what? I want to give another example. I want to. I want to take this back just so people listen. And, and Brendan, and you take it from here because I know you're a good guider in, in, in episodes. <laughs> um, no, you are, and I mean that. Yeah, he's um, I remember a time where I was dealing with some people at Nike. You know, I actually was able to help them with the Dornbacker program years ago. Right. Um, I, I like they were asking questions about like what they should do on a certain Jordan, stuff like that. There was a guy named Lee Banks. Okay. Um, he was kind of in charge in that, uh, you know, uh, part of that. And I was able to help them a little. And one thing they did for me that I like was they gave me a list of people that were able to get the Dornbacker, that could be able to purchase them, because they were at Nike Town. Mm -hmm. And and it was, this this was around the time of program, the six. Children's Hospital Dornbecker, where the kids, sick kids, basically design the shoes and all the proceeds. Yeah, like they would charity. ask me like certain advice, like you know, what do you think about this or what do you think about this? What Jordan should we do in this? Mm -hmm. And I, oh, this would look sick and this would look sick. You know, even at the time, like no pun intended, Pete. Come on. No, 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 I don't mean that, but... Yeah, he, come on, and, really and, it's, and it's coronavirus season. You know, yeah, that's that full-size run uh, sneaking through the yeah, podcast. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. They, caught me. Me. they yeah. caught me on that. But no, just to be proud of, to help them, but then also for them to turn around and, you know, I remember give me a list that I could let my friends and my people uh, uh, grab a pair of... Then uh, this time it was around... I helped them earlier, but mm -hmm. this particular time I'm talking about it was the uh, Dornbacker 6. And... Okay. Um, you know, to think about how big that program has been, you know? Yeah. Or even to think of, like, you know, look, look I, I want to say this, man. I'm proud of, um, you know, I've been involved in a lot of things in life, and I'm proud of uh, to, to have never tried to be somebody I'm not, support people I believe in. Yeah. Um, you know, even somebody like Reggie Saunders, you think about yeah. it. I met him through Bum B. I remember, I'll never forget, he was sitting down. Entertainment marketing lead at Jordan, Reggie Saunders, yeah. right? I'll never forget, he was sitting down. Powerful man. Very powerful. If you need a free pair of sneakers and you're famous, Reggie's the guy. Yep, he's in the Entourage movie. So I'll, I'll, I'll never forget, he was sitting down, and Bum B uh, brought me over to him and introduced me. And I was like, hey, Reggie Saunders, Premium Pete. And he was like, oh, let me get up real quick. He's like... I know who you are, you yeah. know, like it's a pleasure to meet you and, and, and little things like that. And somebody told well, me one time. Well, you're a man time, of honor, bro. Come on. Yeah, so, no, but somebody told me one time, and, and I don't take this for granted, but somebody told me one time, 
you're respected by those who are respected, and mm -hmm. that's what means something to me. And and and, and, and what also, does this mean in this world of sneakers? Yeah. What does this mean is that like no matter what you could become or do or springboard anything you want to do like sneakers is one of the most common bonds of conversation. You know, think about it like how much we love about like I remember like my first kiss was like a Jordan 3 or my prom was a Jordan Wearing 5 them. or yeah. think about those moments and everybody has those moments and they just they'll always live they'll just change. It could be easy. It could be a, a, a you know, it could be a Reebok, could be Adidas, could be yeah. a Spiesel. You know? Definitely. What do you How do you feel about that, Wealthy? Actually, I was at a I was at a bar once in Jersey City, and there was like this super broy dude that was next to me, and I had a Spezial shirt on. This was S P Z L, and he was like, "Hey, Spezial, back up for me, bro." Ooh, what oh. And where did it go from there? <laughs> uh, I, I was like, "It's not that fucking serious, man." Because okay. whatever, but it's stupid. You were already speaking deep in the kettle game at that time. Speaking of people, you do get free sneakers from, and a lot of free clothes. Uh, some people call you Patapete. Um, so, so yeah. So here's the story with that. First of all, those guys I uh, got introduced to them by Chris Fidel, oh, and wow. they came down very, very early on. Found uh, a legendary Amsterdam sneaker boutique yeah, yeah, behind yeah. a lot of a lot of big collaborations. I mean, they came down very early on, um, just like sneakers and stuff. Um, I didn't have a hand in sneakers stuff, but meaning copying sneakers, going back home with all these sneakers from Fulton Street, from New York, mm -hmm. from you know, it was trainers, so to speak, for people in international. It was big for them. So I remember they came down. I mean, we were driving. I'll never forget me, Tim, Edson, all these people. All and, the potter guys. Yeah, all potter guys were in a car, like Chris's car. It was like nine of us. I mean, in like one car, like a car that fits five people. And, and, and you know, I knew them early. And they're, I swear to God, they're men of honor. Like, Pata is like, like, they, like, yeah. They would ask me if they want to send a package in New York. They would ask me like, uh, you know, what do you think about these this guy? And I'm like, nah, he's cool. Send it to him. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like, no, you know, we don't want to like, you know, like. And I remember like when I was able to and rest in peace to Combat Jack. When I was able to put Pata on a front street with all these episodes of like podcasting, you know, it was special to me. And at the end, of the at the end of the day, I never realized, but the P's. I mean, premium P. Damn. You know, it was like the P was always that and, alliteration. Yeah, and I, and and I love what Pata has done. They always been good to me. Um, you know, and 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 I'll be honest with you, I'm just a believer in like whenever I believe in people, I try to support them. Yeah. You know, and 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 what they have been able to do is special too. But yeah, so. But by, by the way, I, I do want to apologize. I had a G chat noise go off a second ago. That was a complex employee, Sean Sitaro. I know you know Sean. Calm down, Sean. Just because he did this Kashi podcast, he wants everybody to know. <laughs> Which the um, the last episode went live today, so it's check that out. It's really good. It's hey, really good. And, and first uh, of all, oh, she's on, a producer. On. Produced by Shiva Bayat, yeah. our, our producer. First of all, Sean is, uh, let's give him his credit. I mean, why, why not? Hard worker. He had a podcast called The Cypher. He has sat down with a lot of hip-hop moguls. Uh, you know, he stopped it. But uh, definitely a piece of the puzzle of hip-hop podcasts, And, and that sure. podcast is really good. And also, you know, when he goes to those court dates, he's very tuned in. Yeah, and he'll, he cares. And he cares, and he'll, he also cares to wear sometimes an electric blue button-up when it's really, <laughs> really? sentencing day. Yes, he does. <laughs> he does. Shouts to Sean Satara. Yeah, great podcast. Check it out on Spotify, the Takashi podcast. Uh, great podcast. Pete, when did you leave Premium Laces, and, like, what happened? Was there, like, a Yeah, yeah, so, you know, it's funny. Yeah, you know, it, you know. I never really fully got into it, 
Um, I still don't want to, but I'll, I'll actually give you guys, and not that it's like fucking Exclusive. breaking news, but uh, I do want to say uh, things didn't go well um, at the end. I left at like 2010. You know, I was before there for the a couple of years. What? Before the bad Yelp reviews. Yeah, before the bad Yelp reviews. Um, and, you know, I was accused of like a lot of things that are not true. Mm-hmm. And we parted ways. I do want to say this, whoever's listening, if you're in a situation where things don't work out, you know, I remember them saying like, oh, Drake only came to the store because like we had the store there. Meanwhile, I still stayed in touch with him, still have his number. You know, uh, they were trying to downplay your importance. Yeah, you know, and at that time, I actually created this thing called SneakerTube. Um, I remember that. Sneaker that was an early, yes, early yeah. innovator SneakerTube. Yeah, and, and you know what's crazy, man? It's funny. Had the orange had, logo, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's crazy. If I had sneaker tube now, yes. you know, what I should have did was I put some money into it. I didn't want to compete with YouTube. I wanted to make it a place where people like me who love I gotta sneakers. Interrupt. Here, here's the pitch from Premium Beat back in 2011. I had a vision one day to create a site where sneaker lovers, collectors, aficionados, and businesses could interact on the same platform. When I decided to go forward with this project, I pushed myself hard to make it happen. Sneaker, yeah, so, and that was SneakerTube. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah and, early innovator. Like, I'll give you an example. Like, SneakerTube, like, it lasted for like three, four years. It had thousands of subscribers. Mm-hmm. Somebody got married on there um, because it had direct messaging, so to speak. Yeah. Okay. Uh, um, I sure. Yeah. Uh, um, okay. <laughs> you don't approve of that, Joe? I don't. It was not me, and I don't know that person. But hey, God bless. I'm dead serious. <laughs> but check this out. What 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 it was was I had categorized channels. So if you wanted to go to Jordans or Adidas or Reebok, you could go because back then you go on YouTube. And don't get me wrong, I wasn't fighting against YouTube. I integrated YouTube. Mm-hmm. But if you went looking for a black hat three, you would see a black hat. You wouldn't see a Black Cat 3 uh, review. Uh, that tagging right. is important. And, and, right, right. You know, we did you a search couple, Black Cat. You search Black Cat, uh, like cats come up on you. Yeah, 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 yeah. So we did it. We did it a couple of years. Um, I had a featured video that we. It, it was beautiful. The only thing wealthy I would have done if I could have changed it. Now, like it's like now, like you know, I'm in, I'm involved in so many different buckets from podcasting to entrepreneurship to food to. Pod, you gotta eat this. To, to, to everything, but the, if. If now pickles. I would have yeah. went to an investor and be like, "Hey, You'd listen, you know what I mean." It, but but it was early. It was early. But yeah, so I I got out, and at that same time, I was already friends with this fucking crazy guy named Dallas Penn. Oh, and I saw it. Time out. I have to Hold interrupt. On. I saw Dallas Penn three blocks from where we are right now at a Dwayne Reed. Oh my god! And he was—I think he had some sixes on, and I haven't seen him in years. One of the best run-ins I haven't seen him Always in years. Always a pleasure. Always a pleasure to see Dallas Penn. I got to tell my most recent Dallas story. I ran into him at like an art gallery. I think it was like two months ago or something like that. But I've said this on a lot of our episodes. That usually I save it for our closing statements. But to be next to guys like Premium Pete or yes. guys like Dallas Penn or yes. guys like Clark Kent, who you know, I was just a kid reading about these people on the internet. Yep. And I consume the things they wrote or created. So to, to be next to these people and to yeah. call them friends, like to be able to text them or ask a question or, or reference something they did is just like such an honor. To and me. and that's what it's about. You see how excited I got about the Dallas Penn. Like, yeah, Dallas listen, is a man. Dallas is one of the best storytellers. Like, hundred percent. We're, for, we're fortunate that what we do, we interact with like celebrities and we interview like pop culture icons, but. There is no hiding the excitement when we see people we've known for so long and then we don't see them and then we run into them. And, and that's really what, like, you know, I, I think, like, 
sneaker culture has connected us with so many different relationships of people that we've known. And like, I was thinking like, I've known this guy for a decade now, a decade. That's like, you know, you have friends come and go, but to know someone for a decade and be sitting here and still you know, doing things, still doing still things. Asking, he has a yeah. very successful podcast. Like it's just, that is something that no one should ever take for granted. The relationships you make and the ones that you've seen progress and their kind of career go all different ways. And yeah, I mean it's 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 just an honor. Um, so premium laces, like finish, I got words in the middle of the story. I yeah, just forgot. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, just put, laces, like we got said, excited about Dallas Penn. At which, the end, you know, I'm, I, I, you know, like I said, it just didn't work out, and I was downplayed, and you know, um, you know, kind of like I was put in a situation where I didn't know what the fuck to do. And I remember, you know, it's funny at the time. I remember them saying, I remember Clark Kent and Mayor when we met in 2007, like give this guy a job or something. Cause they were telling you that. Oh, okay. Because you know, yeah. we were at Complex and I was like, I didn't know what I wanted to do. But I do want to say when I, that anybody who is in a situation that, and, and, and I don't mean this against your company, like even somebody like Wealthy, as you build yourself, like don't ever shit on Complex because that's who gave you the seed. But you could springboard yourself and you could do other things because I want to give an example, somebody like Dallas Penn. So I'm over here, I started SneakerTube. Just because this community we have, and, and I, I, I tell people in sneakers, like, yo, like, support each other, fuck with each other, help yep. each other's businesses, small business, mom and pop shops. Like, people want to know how to get exclusive sneakers. Well, mm -hmm. buy the regular sneakers from the mom and pop shops during the year. So they save you the regular, you know, the, the, the good sneakers. But more importantly, people like Dallas Penn, I consider yeah. like myself. I launched SneakerTube. He told me to come on Combat Jack Show to talk about SneakerTube. Mm. I never left. The history is in the books. Amazing. You know what I mean? You think about it. Like he, uh, you know, it's like the things that you could do through sneakers are amazing. You know, um, you know, and I never gave up. And there's a beauty and there's a power in never giving up. You know, you may not find exactly what you want to do. You know, and I don't want to give this too much total thought, but I remember when Josh Uber. Mm -hmm had campus and I remember yeah. I was like what the fuck is this like mm -hmm. it's like some corny nerd data site mm -hmm. but look at where it took them mm -hmm. stock x stock x and mm -hmm. look at it's a isn't billion it a dollar billion dollar company. company's value? well but what I'm saying is it's only three years I know internet you never know what you could do Pete so someone that we'd be remiss not to talk about today someone you were close with is actually uh Sean Price's um, <clears throat> birthday today Sean P yeah, you know, um, the, I want to tell a quick Sean Price story. I'll never forget, Sean Price was like, yo, I want to get hooked up by Feli. And I was like, yeah, for sure, no problem. Doable. Yeah, he's like, but I want the Grand Hills. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, Classic. I was like, let me see what they're going to give you. Don't worry about it. Boom, I call my Feli guy. I'm like, yo, Sean Price, wanted, hey, no problem. I, I emailed him this address. He calls me up. He's like, yo, Pete. I'm like, yeah, what's up? He's like, yo, it's Sean Price. I'm like, yeah, what's up? He's like, I got the Feli's. I'm like, okay. He's like, they're whack. I'm like, I'm like, yeah, what do you mean? He's like, I sent them back. I'm like, what do you mean you sent them back? So he, I told him, I said, give them to your son. Give them to, give yeah. them to somebody. You know, who cares? He's like, they're not the ones I want. I sent them back. So he lived. I never forget the feel like I called me and was like, yo, what's up with your boy Sean Price? I'm Can like, you imagine mad? Sean Price? Boxing up a pair of and he sent him back, but he was a oh. he, he was a character man. He was somebody, you know, look, if there's one thing I really admire in, in throughout this whole sneaker run of loving sneakers, 
because um, it's just a hobby and some people don't understand. I remember when I was getting sneakers sent to me 12, 14 years ago, my mother would be like, what size are those? I'm mm -hmm. like, mom, my size. Yeah. Well, why don't you tell them to send you money? I was like, <laughs> yeah, in time. Because I do want to say this, yeah. and before we go, I do want to say this. And Complex got a little lucky from no, this. No, we're not going to send you any money. No, 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 check this out. Because if you worked for Complex and you went and did coverage of Adidas, mm -hmm. You were getting paid already. Some some people like just, I'll just give an example like me or the shoe game or or, or like shouts to G Rock, G -Rock. G -Rock. Or, or or like things like that. Like Yolan. you had to like you would get they would pay for you to go down there, yeah. but like you weren't getting any money. You would have to turn your content into money. So the point I'm trying to make is sneaker world looks good, but isn't always good. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? You could like have like a pair of Yeezys and a good outfit, and people would be like yo, you're a legend. You ain't making no fucking money. Right, sure. I always say you, this had, you had to write ten thousand blog posts before you got a free pair of Fila. Absolutely. back in my day. That's Absolutely. the truth. But think about it. Yeah. Think about it. Even like with podcasting, I say this all the time, we were early on, but in Combat Jack Show, it took us three years to make money. I'll never forget. Really? It was 2000, Rest in peace, right? 2000, it, Combat. It was 2012. I was in Atlanta at A3C Festival. We were signing autographs and taking pictures, making no money. Yeah. That sounds like wealthy that Indian feels? Malaysia. I'm, I'm, <laughs> What was that? <laughs> how wealthy uh, we was took, in we, Malaysia? Uh, wealthy and I, uh, the infamous Wealthy, do you want to tell him about the Malaysia Ten trip? pairs of ZXEs to his name, <laughs> signing autographs? What, wait, what are you talking about? Uh, Malaysia, baby. <laughs> oh, man. We were the signing Malaysia autographs. Trip, Pete, just so you know, the Malaysia trip comes up once every podcast. I wasn't there. Someone, once, someone today. Once every podcast, it comes up. Someone today posted on IG stories, and I'm sure Brendan saw this, he was trying to sell a pair of ASICs that released only at the event that me and Brendan had signed the card for. And he was like signed by a wealthy and Brendan, and he like added that to the price. That's amazing. Both of you get a big shiny nickel from me. <laughs> I want to cut. Yeah. So anyway, when I, I guess what I'm saying as we, uh, first of all, I mean, I'll let you wrap up, but thanks yeah. for having me on. I mean, this story's uh, are, are endless, but you never know. Look, it took look where it took you. Like you went on a trip to to uh, around the world. Yeah. So you yeah. know, it, yeah. So I'm. You didn't roast it. me. You didn't roast me about, or not even roast me. We didn't bring up liverwurst liver at all. So yeah, um, <laughs> that's all another hour. Listen, wealthy. I'm proud of you, but I want to tell you something. Yeah, As you ahead. get bigger in this game, stop answering fucking trolls. You understand? Learn how to be better. Don't ever let anybody get you off your game. Because I want to explain to you. Okay, if you weren't doing shit, people wouldn't be saying nothing. And the other thing I would add to that, he's a very nice guy, but this guy will give you a crack in the head. Trust Absolutely. me. He, he, this wealthy guy, or RP? Not uh, both I mean, of them. yeah, but this guy really would. Real quick, Sean Price story. The last time I saw Sean Price, and I wasn't a friend or anything, just a fan, but taking it back to Coney Island when he opened up for your old Drew, a kid from Coney Island, at his first show. That was a crazy moment. Everybody thought he was Nas and hiding or whatever, and Sean Price was the opener. Amazing. I have a crazy Sean Price story. Sneeze Magazine, Bradley Carbone, another person who always comes Shasta up at Bradley least. Carbone. Yeah, Bradley, a legend. He comes up at least once a podcast, but so much history there. Bradley Carbone started after Complex, a magazine called Sneeze, and they always did articles on like the very cool, even if they weren't the biggest star, very, very cool type of artists. I, we should do a story on Sean Price. The story was shot the day before Thanksgiving and I was interviewing him. He had his baby in, we were in his room doing the interview. His baby's name was Sean Price as well. Yeah, yeah. And spent like two hours there profiling him and Sean Price invited me the next day for Thanksgiving. 
Really? Yeah. Oh and my God. Jesse's alleged. Do you have a Sean Price story? You need. We need a Sean Price story. Come on. I actually saw Sean Price perform live at the Middle East in Cambridge, Massachusetts. Uh, I think he was doing a show with Ill Bill. Um, okay. That makes sense. Okay, and good. the thing I remember most about him coming on stage, because Sean was like a dude that, like, even though he was a rapper, he was like a construction worker as well. Like, he just wanted to pay his bills and like do things yeah. for his family, which I always thought was like something I really respected. But I remember he came on the stage like with a pair of, like Dickies work pants and like a work shirt like tucked into it, and a pair of, like Timberlands like choked tight. Like he actually just got off the shift got on stage, rapped, and then left. And like, yep. that always kind of like remind me, I'm like, this guy works hard as fuck. Definitely. R.I.P. Sean Price. Before we get out of here, I, I know we want to go eat some nice Italian food. We're going to go to Queen, right, Joe? Maybe yep. get some takeout. I, yep. I went there with a nice young lady one time. She's been by my side ever since, so. Go ahead, King. Um, but I, I got to tell a premium Pete story. Um, Pete changed my life. True story, and wow. here's how. I was talking to him outside a sneaker party. We hadn't known each other very long. I think this was maybe like the Packer Shoes, Just Blaze, Saucony launch down on Delancey Street, mm-hmm. a random event to be at. But Pete told me, you gotta get your hair cut more often. <laughs> he said, "He said you can't go two months without getting a haircut. <laughs> You're not taking that, are you taking that? No, listen, that we're, we're coronavirus mode right now, so I've been hibernating. Okay. And hey, you know, haircut looks good. I, I, I give do, him some advice on the mustache before we go, please. But, but I, I will always uh, be thankful to Pete for that. And of course, for his role in the Combat Jack Show, a legendary podcast. Honestly, like the only other podcast I really ever listened to and have yep. so many fond memories of. So. Originators. And I'm thankful for his friendship and appreciate the Likewise. time. Pete, we can't thank you enough. Make sure everyone checks out the Premium Pete podcast, one of my favorite podcasts. This has been the Complex Sneakers podcast. Everyone stay safe. We will see you guys next Friday wherever you consume podcasts. Take care. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM.